Welcome to another episode of Pastor Six Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Brown. Joining me as always is Tsunami Wave. What's going on, my brother? Ain't nothing, man. I can't complain. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. No complaints. No complaints. A lot of stuff to talk about. So, yes, sir. That said, you ready? Yes, sir. Let's get it. No doubt. If you guys don't know, the show is split into five parts. We start out with what games we're currently playing. Then from there, we're going to this week in gaming, where we briefly look back on games that dropped throughout this week in history. Then from there, we'll get into some industry news. Then we'll each have a topic. And then we'll end with one got to go game versus this week is my week. So I got that all queued up and ready to go. So with that said, what games you been currently playing, bro? All right, man. So uh, I've been playing a ton of Apex, you know, trying to. Uh, get my rank up in the new split on Olympus. You know what I mean? Doing yep. a lot of that. Uh, played a little MLB. Uh, the show. Getting in preparation for the the twenty two that's coming out to Game Pass as well. Right. Um. I actually I actually just finished a game of Madden. So I Madden is also on Game Pass <laughs> now for installment. If you want to go ahead and get that, uh, it's through the EA Pass. So you can't just uh, play it. You gotta install it, but it's still free. So go ahead and right. if you haven't played Madden, go ahead and get a game in a two. Uh, I just did that, and uh, I actually won barely. Uh, one by three, got out of there with a with a last minute touchdown thanks to Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> uh, outside of that, man, I actually tried that. Uh, what's the game on Game Pass with the little kids in the zombie apocalypse? Um. I forget oh, what it's called. Man. I've been playing that too. I literally just was playing yeah, it. And I forget the name. I know already. what you're talking about. But um, um, it's a really cool game that just uh, just arrived on Game Pass as well. Yep. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's four little kids on the cover. Yep. Uh, and they trying to survive a zombie apocalypse is pretty cool. So go ahead and check that out. But those are the uh, games off the top of my head that I can remember playing through my cloudy uh, birthday week. <laughs> 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 no doubt, no doubt, yo. Um, which is crazy to think that Tsunami Wave playing Madden, right? And then, like, yeah. I know it just, just dropped in the Game bit. Pass, but, like, um, just crazy easy to think about. Because <laughs> it's been a while, right? Yeah, that was my first time playing 22 this year. Yeah, so for me, uh, today I played Halo because they reset the rank. So if you haven't played Halo in a while and you had a high rank, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh wait yeah what did they reset it to because i haven't even checked that out so I do that remember when you remember when you first started you got to play the 10 matches placement literally no way literally no reset way it. you know what it, that's cool though that's cool yeah I, I mean it is what it is so like i think i play three matches so i think i got seven left until you know what i mean until they give they give you your first rank or whatever so I mean, again, now I will say they say they didn't. They say they just worked on the pacing of the game. It feels a little different. I can't put my finger on it yet. I, like I said, I only played three games, but it feels slightly uh-huh. off in terms of just like feels a little bit faster than uh, it, it used to. So it's just taking some some getting used to. And it's not not just me. I was looking up online. And everybody seemed to be saying the same thing with that. Um, so that was cool. I played the MLB twenty two the show uh, tech test. Um, as you oh, guys know, uh, yeah, as you guys know, the game comes out uh, August. Uh, I'm sorry, April fifth. And so far, I will say the graphics. I don't know what they did, but it looks it plays a lot smoother. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. graphics look smoother. The game plays a lot smoother. The camera angles and stuff that they use is a little better. So 
I can't wait to see what they what else they did. Again, it, it was very limited, even more than last year. Uh, last yeah. year's tech test was you had exhibition, you had Diamond Dynasty, you had Road to the Show. I believe no, you uh, you have March to October. This year is just straight up uh, Diamond Dynasty or co-op, which is a new feature. Wow, I forgot to even leave with that. You could play online wow. co-op, online co-op. Oh yeah, up to four players. Going to- oh wow. So yeah, so which which is kind of dope. It like I I don't know. It was just weird because it wasn't even advertised. You know what I mean? I just happened yeah. to see it. I'm like, what the hell is co-op? But then you play it, and then I'm like, oh, this could be cool. I mean, it could be make for a fun experience. I'm sure it could be frustrating as well. But uh, <laughs> hey, that's um, leading. That seemed to be leading up to what I was saying about how how they should have a my player. Uh, well, they already have that, but like, uh, you know how 2K you could go into the park yep. and play with your homies, and they should do that. Or literally nine people in the game. That's like ten people on. Well, it'd be eighteen people, but they could make it work. Yeah. So I played That'd that. Uh, I played a very little bit of Rock Band. That's only because I had a guest over at the crib. He was playing some Rock Band. Uh, and that's about it. This week was more of a slower week in terms of video games. Uh, I didn't get to know it near as much as I wanted to. Like, I wanted to get into... Uh, damn, what's the name of the game? Like, literally the same game you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, want to make noise with my Xbox, turn it on to figure right. it out. Because like, I started what, it. Man, I think I'm going to go ahead and do that because I don't want yeah, to hold the people in suspense on what we're talking about. Because it is a dope game and right. it's free to check out. So, like, why not check it out? Uh, right. Just give me a second for it to load up here. But, yo, going back to um, the Halo ranking system, man, yes. I just want to say, like, that... It, it's. I was saying it's cool. It sounds cool because you know it, the ranking system really didn't have a ranking system. Right. It was just anybody could play with anybody. Like you know, it was silvers playing with diamonds and onyx and all and all kind of. You could just play with anybody depending on uh, whoever you get on the game with. Really. Um, right. So if they if it's still like that, I'm gonna be pretty mad that they put me all the way down a placement. But if they have some, like, actual structure to it, like, kind of like Apex does, where if you at a certain rank, you can't play with people at a certain rank below you or above you just to keep it fair. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Um, but the game is called The Last Kids on Earth and Last, the staff right. of Doom. Yes, yes, yes. So right, I that played that. pretty dope. I, I started that game. I, I thought it was dope. I didn't get, again, that was the game I wanted to get into more. But, um... That, I guess that's what this week is for, right? <laughs> yeah, we could co-op that too. Yeah, I know. It's up to four players. And we still got to play It Takes Two as well because um, that game is dope. So, okay, definitely. We, yo, with that said, let's go on to This Week in Gaming where we briefly look back on games that dropped throughout this week in history. And this week is crazy because, one, if you guys don't know, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of Past the Six podcast. Which is yes, just, sir. which is even just crazy to even think about. <laughs> like, bro, it's been a year already. I feel like we just started, and Dang, it's not a lot of time to get get good at at, at your craft when you you know what I'm saying. Not a lot I'm of time. You, you got to really put work in. And the only reason why I know it's been a year is because when I first when we first is right after I got tsunami wave on board to do the podcast, I started the Instagram. And I started posting like on this day in gaming, which is where this segment comes from. The uh, you know, this week in gaming. Yeah. So as I'm looking at 
the games for this year. This these are the initial games that I put on the Instagram before the podcast even launched. So wow. with that said, full circle. Right. So with that said, although this is the first time it's going to be on the the swinging gaming history, but <laughs> NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Uh man, what to even say about this game? Like this game dropped twenty seven years ago. It's obviously a classic. Like I can't, nobody can't tell me it's not a classic. Uh, it's probably top two or three most fun I've ever had with a basketball game. And I know it's more of like a wacky type of basketball game, but it's still a basketball game. And mm-hmm. if you, even if you haven't played it, if you're younger or whatever, just haven't played it, you know of it. Cause if you know the terms, boom, shakalaka and he's on fire. <laughs> like that's where this comes from. You know what I mean? And like, they even say yeah. it now in NBA games and stuff like that. But I can go on with this game for days. Obviously, we got to find a way to do a deep dive on this. Uh, NBA Jam Torn Tournament Edition. Bro, talk to me. Man, um, this is probably one of my favorite Super Nintendo games. Yes, sir. Um, I, when it first came out, I wasn't even allowed to play this joint. I used to just watch with the sad, the, the sad puppy eyes because I was too young to, uh, you know, play with the, play the game. You know what I'm saying? And I was right. too smart to fall for the fake controller trick. So it was just <laughs> like, nah, you ain't playing. You know what I'm saying? So right, um, right, when right. I actually did get to play uh, you know, I had tons of fun with this game. The only thing I really didn't like about this game is the pushing. And it ain't really like uh, the the it was the CPU pushing that I ain't really like. Put it with sex, okay. just plainly. You feel me? Because when you get to a certain point in like the arcade mode of the game, uh, they push you like OD. Like you can't even go up the court. They just pushing you. They sitting by the baseline, pushing you, pushing, pushing, pushing you down. Right. Outside of that, the game is pretty smooth. I like the he's on fire. The, the net actually burning down. You flipping all the way up to the top of the uh, the roof and slam dunking it as hard as you can. Yeah, this this game is classic. Uh, they yeah, did it with the newer uh, characters. Is still dope. That game is on Xbox as well. I'm not sure if it's available for uh, PlayStation, um, but they definitely do have it with the newer characters. Not the, uh, I don't want to say newer. That sounds crazy. Yeah. But like the early 2000, mid 2000 superstars, Carmelo, LeBron, uh, you know, um, Dwayne Wade, Chris, all those guys, they got those guys. Um, and right. it's they're super dope. It give you this feel, got the pushing and all of that. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, man. This game's classic. Yo, like absolute classic. But yo, let's jump into the next game. Next game we're talking about is a game that, man, I probably didn't even realize this game was a game probably until like I, I got when I got the Xbox, the OG Xbox. I think it was like 2004, 2005. So a little late. Like, obviously, uh, we had GameCube uh, and then we got the PlayStation 2 and then we got the original Xbox. Right. So, yeah. Um, but when I got it, this game came with it with the copy I bought. It was in a bundle. So I was like, oh, it's probably one of those waggle games that come with it. But nah, this is turning into one of my favorite games. Jet Set Radio Future. Now, I ended up going back and playing the game on a Dreamcast, the original one. But this turned into one of my favorite games, bro. It's so dope. It kind of showcases like what the Xbox was at the time in terms of the graphics and the way the games looked. It looked mm-hmm. out of this world. I remember that. And like I said, I still have this game. Uh, it's one of those games that I still play every now and then just because it's still fun. Like, I feel like games back in the day uh, was just fun. And like games are fun now, but I feel like back in the day it was like make the games fun first and then we'll work on like the graphics and stuff. And I feel like now sometimes 
It's let's make the best looking game possible. But then Don't worry about the rest later. Right. Right. And so this is one of my favorite like this is one of my favorite Xbox games of all time. Like um, so what's your thoughts on Jet Set Radio Future? Yo, I, I'm just glad to know I ain't the only one that didn't know this was a game. I ain't gonna lie. I thought Facts. this was like the commercial for <laughs> Xbox. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how uh, Tsunami got the Tom, the robot? Well, had Tom, the robot. I don't know yeah. if he, they still got him. Right, but right, they right. had Tom, the robot. I thought this was their mascot. You know what I mean? I didn't. <laughs> So like I'm glad I ain't the only one. Um right. well I thought when I was younger, as I got older <clears throat> and I think this was on Game Pass at one point two of my if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um and that's when I actually tried to play it and I realized this game is kinda cool and uh also wacky. I really didn't understand the concept. You just yeah. grinding running around, spray paint. It was kinda cool, but yeah, it's just not for me as far as like storyline <laughs> go. I just can't yeah, get it. Yeah. It's a little too wacky for me. I got you. you know what I mean, but it's dope. It's yeah, dope man. though. I love this game. Like I said, it kind of had like, you know, someone of that bad boy persona because obviously you're going around, you're tagging things up. Graffiti, if you don't know what tagging is. Um, getting chased by the cops, you know what I mean? And then you start spraying the cops and stuff like that. But yeah, like, again, good. like, you guys remember, it's a Sega game. Like, if you had the Dreamcast, you know what it is. But, in the meantime, let's jump into the next game. Now, the next game is on a short list, and I mean a short list of one of my favorite sports games of all time. We're talking about MVP Baseball 2005. Now, it's funny because this is a time where we're we're coming off, you know, the um, PlayStation, the uh, Sega Saturn. So at, back then you had games like Triple triple Play Baseball. You had a bunch of other base, baseball games. The mid-2000s where they started to kind of consolidate you had EA, who was making the MVP titles. Um, you had 2K, which was making, at the time, the ESPN baseball, which ended up becoming, you know, MLB 2K series. And then you start to have mm-hmm. 989 Sports start to make in their own PlayStation games, like MLB 6. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sorry, MLB 06, which, you know, that became the show, right? Yeah. So... MVP baseball is a game. I had the GameCube, of course, so I was I was like, you know what? I want to play MVP baseball. So I got it. I remember I never forget I traded it up a whole stack of games to GameStop, which I'm sure I got robbed. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, for sure. You absolutely yeah, got right? robbed. For sure, and, for sure. Because I'm almost positive uh one of those games I traded and was double dash, which should have probably paid for the game by itself, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Teach his own. Uh- <laughs> I'm so sure I- they got that money for it though. Right. So I ended up getting <laughs> I ended up getting this game, man. I'm telling you, this I had this game for a I think I traded this game in sometime around like 2009. You know what I mean? That's how much mm-hmm. I played this game. It had a dynasty mode, owner mode. Yo, it had like uh like like a legend mode where you could play like all these classic games. It had classic teams. The season, the franchise mode was dope. It had a lot of like stuff built into it. It was so dope that and I'm a game collector, so I know folks are going to say, "Oh, whatever." But all three of the uh, versions, PS2, Xbox, and GameCube, are slightly different. And when it came mm-hmm. time to collect, not only did I buy all three versions, I played full franchise in all three versions. Like, this is my favorite <laughs> baseball game of all time. It's probably like a top three sports uh, favorite of all time, probably with uh, this NBA Live 05 and uh, uh, NFL 2K5. That's probably my top three favorite sports games. But we're going to do a whole top 10 series on that. So don't worry about that. <laughs> Uh, 
MVP Baseball 2005, bro. Talk to me. Have you played it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I play MVP baseball, but this is not something that I own. This is something I played at a friend's house. For me personally, I was more of a 2K baseball guy. 2K around baseball. Gotcha. At the time, you know what I'm saying? That was just me. They, I love they, I love the soundtrack and everything, but MVP right. baseball is absolutely dope. Um, I honestly thought this was the game that turned into the show. I wasn't, I didn't know that it was yeah. the other game, but you could kind of see. I mean, it looks like this is the game right. that uh, <laughs> would usher in the show. Look, look at that, the graphics. Yeah. I mean, Manny Ramirez almost looked like a pitcher, um, <laughs> just a 3D version. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Um, I like the mini games. Them, them joints is pretty cool. Yeah, especially when it comes to something like baseball, when you need something to hold or grab an audience that you never had before. Right. <clears throat> and just playing the regular style baseball games could be a little. If you're not a, if you're a casual, it could be a little boring at times. So if you you got the mini games to hold you over. Maybe you know baseball games should go back to doing little mini games like this. Yeah, I think that'd be dope. Yeah, man. Like. And it was crazy. Like, I just remember in this game, uh, just real real quick, that I remember, like, if it was a big playoff game, it would, like, uptick the AI. So it's like, you know, so let's say you got the, uh, let's say you got the Red Sox and you're playing the Yankees in New York. That game will be harder to win than if you're playing in Fenway. You know what I mean? They try to do, like, a thing for home field advantage yeah. and stuff like that. It was just so dope, man. Like, so, so much so is like if I ever get the like hints to play an old school baseball game, I'll play this. I still play the triple plays and stuff like that. But this is like my favorite baseball game of all time. So shout out to that. Um, moving on to the next game is a game that now, if you guys know me, I, there's only a few games that I really like talk shit in. Uh, Smash Bros is one of them. <laughs> uh, like the old, the classic wrestling games are one of them. Fight Night Round 3. <laughs> like, yo. This was my sh- boy. So, shit talk aside, I remember when I first saw this, I saw this game at Kmart uh, when they had, like, the little trailer on the demo disc for um the 360, right? And when I first saw this game, bro, it was my first, like, foray into, like, quote-unquote, at the time, next-gen graphics, right? And I remember being yeah. like, yo, this game looks so realistic. You know what I mean? And even now, the mm-hmm. graphics still hold up. But when I first got this game, was playing this game, bro. Oh, my God. From the soundtrack to uh, the career mode to just playing against friends and stuff like that. This is, like, literally one of the best games of all time in terms of just, like, being able to replay it or play with friends or play all by all by yourself. I love this game. Um, there were some cheat codes in the game in terms of people you can't pick. <laughs> but nah bro fight night round three talk to me man uh man this is bring a bunch of memories uh fight night is just a game that was like you know very heavily played in the barbershops yes in the communities that i grew up in and um i was some sort of a champion in the in the, in the barbershops you know what i mean no uh, doubt Obviously, when you get online, it's a different story because these dudes be cheating. I'm gonna be honest; they <laughs> they be cheating. <laughs> or it could be I'm just not that good. I I'd rather right. say they cheating though. Right, right, you know what right. I'm saying, um, but yeah, this game is super dope, man. It still looks dope. I would still play it. Yes, Fight sir. night. Come out with another game. Yes, yes. We need you. Yes, we do. We need some good boxing. Um, I've been paying attention to that boxing club game, but. 
man, Fight Night need to come out with another yeah, game. Yeah, nah, we need a real deal one. But I, I, but I then love again, the way to, uh, huh? No, 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 I was going to say, I, I hope so too, but then again, you know how the state of boxing is right now. That's probably why they moved on to making the UFC games instead, but I hope they do bring it back. Yeah, the state of boxing is something horrendous. Um, yeah, I don't even want to talk about that right now, but back to the game, though. The smooth yes. way they transitioned from the buttons to the stick was yes. so smooth, man. It's probably the only game that I've played that done that, that I didn't just say F the transition. Right. Uh, for example, baseball have tried to do the same thing, and I said F the transition, I'd rather use the buttons. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it's other games like that, but yeah, uh, this game doesn't did it very well. Yeah, it did. Um, and yeah, this is super dope. Yeah, they need to come out with another game. That's the last thing I'm saying. Come out with another game. I don't got nothing else to say. Come out with another game. <laughs> Yo, the last thing I'm gonna say in regards to Fight Night, there ain't too many things in video game history that's a that's a greater satisfaction than when you knock somebody out in Fight Night. Facts. <laughs> like, Yo, that's I'm gonna, leave, I'm gonna leave it there at that. But you um, could just press the replay button over and over again. Yes, that <laughs> <laughs> make it worse. Oh my god! And then they get tight and walk out worse. the room. Right, like, talking crazy. <laughs> right. Oh man. Yeah, it's just the best. <laughs> but yo, that's what yo, that's all we got for this week in gaming. Next week, of course, we'll have some more heat to talk about. Um, we it's just crazy because we're cycling through. You know what I mean? We're cycling through now. So like, there's a whole other slew of games that we, that was left off of last year that we'll do this year, which is crazy to even think about, right? But uh, for right now, let's jump That's right crazy on in. Think about us going to a new year. I know, right? It's crazy. Uh, let's jump into industry news, and the first thing we're talking about is Nintendo. Uh, it's kind of in some hot water right now with its supporters as they are closing the eShop for the Wii U and the 3DS. Now, there's a whole thing where Nintendo posted out a initial frequently asked questions about, you know, what's going to be accessed, what's not. Any game you purchased, um, you're still going to have access to. But uh, mm-hmm. starting next year, you're not going to be able to access like the DLC and stuff like that, which is kind of problematic because a lot of those games kind of need the DLC. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, so that's one reason why they got upset. Uh, and another reason they got upset is because the Wii U has a virtual console. So you can go in and buy, buy a bunch of games. Now, some people may think, well, what if they just port all those games over to the Switch? Yeah, in that same uh, notice that Nintendo put out, they basically said, nah, that, <laughs> that wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are like, hold on, what happened? If the virtual console, which runs off the internet, is not available, how am I going to be able to play to play my games? Nintendo has yet to have an, an answer for it, which is tough. In the 3DS, now I get it. The Switch is a hybrid console. You can play it handheld or you can dock it to the TV. The 3DS is a handheld console. You know what I mean? And because the yeah. 3DS can connect to the internet, a lot of games like the Pokemon games and stuff like that, they have DLC that won't be able to be accessed anymore. So that's kind that's of tough. Crazy. Um, I thought, and it's crazy because as Nintendo right now is gearing up to have a massive year just in terms of their games coming out and things like that, this is kind of a setback because even though this doesn't take place till next year, but a lot of fans right now are really upset with Nintendo about it. And I get it. Now, does it really affect me? No, because I didn't, although I have the Wii U, I didn't really get into it. And uh, I have a 3DS, but I didn't really get into it as much. So it doesn't affect me personally, but I get it. 
Because if you dump money into a lot of these things, like picture us, you know, dumping all this money in the Game Pass and not being able to access the games. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. So I get it. Uh, Nintendo they can fix it just by either prolonging it, like PlayStation did with the uh, with the Vita, or they can find ways for them to be able to still access all of their things that they paid for. So. We'll see with that. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that because this is like a really hot topic going on right now. And ever since that initial statement, Nintendo has said nothing. I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna play both sides of the fence on this one because I can understand both sides of it. You feel me? As right. a fan, I get it. You you want access to everything that you you purchased. You get what I'm saying? Who wouldn't want access to what they purchased? But on the other side of things, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, when you are a company that likes to progress and make newer systems and newer handheld consoles and newer home consoles, right? Um, at some point you can't keep pouring resources into the older models, right? Like when Xbox, I mean, at some point Xbox One is not going to be able to access um everything that it has access to right now and right. i mean obviously it's going to be a problem to the fans that can't afford to keep up with the gaming industry yep. but i mean as you got to i mean at some point the gaming industry got to keep advancing they cannot stick with the fans cuz you agree. know the fans is always the younger generation is never the people that's grown with you you, right. you, you got to yeah. go after their kids at some point that sound crazy, but that's the truth. <laughs> no, yeah. And then you got to go after they kids. So, like, hey, I mean, I'm sorry, but tough luck. That's, that's, <laughs> that's harsh, but that's for real. They go get a switch. They ain't, they got the DLCs over there. Some for some of it. I mean, I mean, that's just the rea- That's the harsh reality. I know everybody can't afford it, and that's right, some right, right, crazy shit to say, but. That's pretty much how the gaming industry got to look at it, man. Yeah, um, I would. I'm not going to say the Wii U was a flop because if you look at the non, the numbers, it didn't flop, right? But um, yeah. in terms of the eShop, the Wii U is actually thriving, and so does so. in the 3DS is one of the highest selling consoles of all time. It's uh probably top two highest selling handhelds of all time. But that eShop is thriving too. So I'm questioning as to why. Because Nintendo says them closing it down doesn't have anything to do with money. Now, I would be interested to see if it has something to do with them trying to port everything over to the Switch to make them buy a Switch. But they said that wasn't the case. So I guess we'll see what happens with it. Um, I'm still, I guess we'll pick this back up when Nintendo says something. Let me ask you a question. Isn't PlayStation 2 the highest selling PlayStation console of all times? Yeah. Are they still making internet anything for PlayStation 2 right now? No, they stopped in 2018, though. Yeah, they not. Yeah, so, like, that that don't work. You still got to progress past that. You got to yeah, try to sell another council more than the right. one that just sold the most. Right. So, like, I get it that they sold the most 3D, uh, the, this, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, no, Those I get it. handheld councils, but, like, at the same time, they're trying to do that with the Switch. Yeah. So so go put that in the corner and come cop the switch cuz that's what they try to tell you to do with this move. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I just, you know what I mean, at times I, I tend to be pro player and I I just I just think that 
if they're mm-hmm. trying to get everybody to the switch, the easiest way to lure them over is to say, "Hey, you want all? You want to play all 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 of your shit? Come play it on a switch." But if they're saying they're not going to do that, it, I, then now all of a sudden, okay, what's going to happen? Especially if people who bought things this year, because make no they make no mistake about it, they are still pushing their eShops like, "Yo, buy this, buy that, buy this, buy buy that." So it's kind of a conflict of interest, but I guess we'll pick it up when Nintendo makes another official announcement because they're being hounded right now. Um, yeah, I, I I would understand. I expected that. Yeah, I, yeah. So the next thing we're talking about briefly is EA. They partially blame Battlefield 2042 failure on Halo. Now EA put out a bunch of reasons as to why the game failed. There's no. It's no uh, debate on whether or not it failed. It completely failed. Now they're even talking about having it free to play, which a lot of people was like, yo, if I spent the $70 on it, what's up? And they said they're going to try to make amends to them. I don't know if it's gives them money back or gives them, you know, like a gift card to whatever or a Game Pass because obviously they're they're affiliated with Game Pass or whatever. But one of the reasons why they said it flopped was just because due to the the, the success of Halo. <laughs> and people, Halo was free to play. Right. And that's what they were saying. It was like, well, everybody was playing Halo because it's free to play, right? Instead of having, mm-hmm. instead of paying the $70. And a lot of people was like, that got to be the biggest cop out. Now, we'll say full disclosure, EA is saying that's not what they said. It was taken out of context, right? And yeah. I can see both sides. I can see how... I don't have the official statement because it kind of disappeared, which, you know, it's kind of weird within itself. But um, <laughs> we definitely could touch upon it next week. But I can see how on one hand they did mention Halo. I like that is factual. But they kind of said, well, you know, with other games like Halo. But they didn't mention no other games. <laughs> they just said with other games like Halo being free to play, it kind of uh, gave us like a leg down. But the problem with Battlefield 2042 was somebody who played it. It was it was mm-hmm. glitchy. It was buggy. Um, the modes weren't quite there. The lack of a campaign mode, which, like I said, a lot of people think we could drop the campaign mode in these games. Which you, there's a lot of players who who buy it just for that. Not everybody's an online gamer. That's true. So, what's your thoughts on that, man? Like, I get it. And Halo, like I said, we're not like we're not dumb. Halo is a juggernaut franchise. We we do understand that, but. It ain't making I mean, you understand flop. that. Yeah. <laughs> Do they <laughs> understand that? <laughs> because like what did you think was gonna happen? Right. That's like uh freaking I can't even think of a little hip hop artist thinking they're gonna drop the same day as Kanye West and right. then be mad blaming Kanye West. Like, no, it's your fault. Right. Especially when you knew Kanye West was gonna drop his album for free. Yep. And you dropped right? the so same you month. Knew they going to drop for free. They've been saying they dropping for free. Why would you not even attempt to match that? And there's ways you can make that money. You could drop, I mean, that you, that you supposedly losing right. through like cosmetics and other stuff. Like, so I don't know why you don't start there. I don't know, man. They, they, they set themselves up. I don't feel no sort of way for, a, right. a, for them. Like you set yourself up. You, you knew better what you thought. Cause Halo didn't drop for years that you going to just outdo them. Right. No, you think somebody going to go ahead and test GTA when they decide <laughs> to drop six is 20 years. No, they're not. Right, right, right. And like, to me, the wildest part about that entire thing is like, 
you still dropped the same week as COD. So yes, Halo's launch was technically when they launched the multiplayer was technically a surprise launch. That that is true. But you still was dropping the week of COD, and it was still with a flop because the numbers uh, pales in comparison to Vanguard. So and you did that too. That was right. Doubly stupid. <laughs> right. And <laughs> with all that said, the game was buggy, glitchy, and everything. So like people like me who have friends who played it. Now, granted, I played it because I had the ten hour trial through um, Game Pass with the access. But my mm-hmm. at that point, my friends were already telling me who made the mistake and bought the game that the game was bad so i checked it out just so because you know i'm gonna check it out on my own you know and all that but if i had to pay the 70 dollars for it i wouldn't have so i get why people's not playing the game um if they make it free to play or just absorb it into game pass maybe folks will play it if they fixed it but at that point you know you ain't getting sales off it like that no, no more and it's already a lost cause and that's kind of what they alluded to but you get a percentage though yeah. Better than, Better than nothing. Trashing right. your game. Right. But uh yo, the next quick thing we're gonna talk about, and this is like brand new, so we're not gonna we're gonna touch more upon it next week. Uh we promise is that Call of Duty will be skipping a year in twenty twenty three. So they will so this year, of course, Modern Warfare, which as of right now, the working title is Modern Warfare two, will drop this November. But after that, in twenty twenty three, there will be no Call of Duty game. Uh, and obviously, as we know, Activision Blizzard is set to be uh, merged into Microsoft next year. And we, a lot of people have been speculating what COD would look like next year. And we got the answer. <laughs> it will look like Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> like, there will be no COD <laughs> next year. And I know some people are already upset on Twitter. Um, I personally think it's a good thing. I think everything, whether it's Call of Duty whether it's Madden, NBA 2K, the WWE game. Perfect example, the WWE game this year for 2K22, which is out uh, in a week and a half, is so hype right now because there was no game last year. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So they had a chance to redo everything, put all these new things in the game, update the graphics for uh, current gen now, and do all all these things because they were able to take a year off. So that crunch culture, well, it wasn't there and now granted the game is not out yet so we can't say if it's better or not but at the same time i haven't seen hype like like this for a wrestling game in a long time you know what i mean so and i think cod which is cod's going to sell regardless it's going to be one of the top selling games every year regardless now imagine what's going to be like in 2024 and it's treyarch's turn so when treyarch in 2024 makes that game and that game is set to drop it's going to do stupid they ain't got numbers. No excuse to drop no hard garbage, bro. Right, right. Because you got they drop all some the hard sun. garbage. I'm gonna be so mad. I'm gonna go crazy on a podcast at on Treyarch, bro. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I mean, like, again, like in terms like official statements and stuff like that, we'll cover all that next week. I just wanted wanted to get your initial thoughts on that. I mean. I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> they need to take a break. I um like I said, Treyarch haven't been doing a great job in the past right. couple of go rounds. Um I ain't gonna kick a dead horse. I'm you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't pretty much explained my 
uh, absolute displeasure with what they've been putting out. Right. Uh, so hopefully this is going to lead them to putting out some great stuff, especially since um, that could also give them sometimes bounce ideas with team with each other teams because I don't see why they wouldn't. They kind of on the same team. They just in separate buildings, right? And putting under different titles. So hopefully they could figure that out and um, you know give us some better quality games and give us some new fresher ideas. Yeah, because uh, that's really what it is. We need some new ideas. Uh, we don't. We don't. Right. We ward out. Go make up a war. We'll yeah. make up a war, man. You know yeah, what I'm so, we'll make up a war. Yeah, so we'll jump right into that next week uh, when we'll cover that under industry news next week. But that's all we got for industry news this week. Well, let's jump right into topics. And the first topic, uh, of course, we're doing um, are black people in gaming, uh, which is, you know, I believe this is the last week of that. But we'll cover that going forward um, more and more. For this week, I'll go first. Uh, mine is Alicia. Wonder Woman, you know, in quotes, Washington. I'm not actually doing Wonder Woman, right? <laughs> but to gaming, she's Wonder Woman because she helped invent the uh, PCB, the uh, printed circuit boards that are in our arcade games, like the old school ones. And that allowed to a lot of for a lot of our favorite games. You take your pick NBA Jam, uh, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, uh, Pong, Pac-Man. Take your pick of any arcade game. That's how that's what helped make those cabinets for us to play these games. And mm-hmm. it was an African-American woman. A lot of people may may not have known that. I only knew that because I saw a documentary and the documentary. I had to search for it. So it wasn't like, you know, what I mean, it, w- it wasn't like it was a big Netflix production, that kind of, you know, what I mean, yeah, but nah. <laughs> I just happened to see it and I watched it. And I was like, oh, I didn't even noticed that was dope. But so I wanted to highlight her um, It's dope. Literally, you can make the case of Spawn Gaming because without the arcades, how many kids are going home? Like, I want a Nintendo. I want to say arcades was the spot. That was our social. That was spot. our social network right there. The spot, literally, right. That was our social networking right there. So I just want to say shout out because, like I said, I know for me going to the arcades back in the day, like I could remember, like right now, I could close my eyes and visualize. Going to arcades and the lights and playing these games, putting the damn tokens in or the quarters and stuff like that. So I wanted to shout out to her. I'm calling her Wonder Woman of Gaming. <laughs> so that's mine, man. What's yours? All right. So mine's go out to another beautiful young. Oh, I don't know how old she is. So right, young right, to right. me. Right, <laughs> young black hey, lady in gaming. Okay, Tanya Day Pass. I hope to God I said your name correctly. Um, yeah, she was the founder of and director of Need Diverse Gaming, which is a nonprofit organization that puts uh, you know gamers of colors out in the forefront, gamers and creators of colors. Yes, uh, color in the forefront. Um, she also founded and also is the chief editor of a podcast and it's called fresh out of 
uh, fresh out of tokens podcast. Shout out. Um, I'm not sure what platforms though, uh, her podcast is on, but I'm pretty sure it's on all platforms. Yep. So if you want to go check her podcast out anywhere you listen to podcasts or watch, I'm, I'm not sure about watch, but listen to podcasts. Yep. Go ahead and check her out. No doubt. Uh, fresh out of tokens podcast again. All right. She's the creative director of Cyberco LLC and serves as diversity liaison for Gamer X. So she has a lot of, um, she does a lot of advocating for gamers of colors, creators of colors, and she got her hands on a lot of different projects, very busy. And, um, obviously there's not a ton of black people that we're going to be able to highlight because they only make up about 5% of the industry. Yes. yes. We're going to keep on digging and searching and pushing them out and highlighting them and giving them the love that they deserve for putting in some sort of work and again, an industry that a lot of us love, but a few of us actually get to put our imprint on. So shout out to Tanya Day. Ooh, let me make sure I say your last name yes, yes. correctly. Let's get it right. Yeah, Tanya Day Pass. Definitely got to get it right. So shout no out to Tanya Day Pass. Shout out. Uh, yeah. What's the podcast again? Just just so folks can go Fresh check it out. Fresh Out of Tokens. Fresh Out of Tokens. All right. Fresh Out of Tokens podcast. No doubt. Make sure y'all check that out, man. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, yo, that's all we got for topics. Let's jump right into One Gotta Go or Game Versus. This week is my week, so let's take it right away, man. So. This week we doing straight up game versus literally one v one. You know what I mean? Just like when you oh, try okay. when you need to settle the score, right? One v one. So we going just just because you know it's one of my favorite, well, two of my favorites, but obviously I'm sure it's two of yours as well. We going NBA Jam Tournament Edition, or I mean versus, not or versus. NBA Street Volume Two. Oh, man, <laughs> the only the literally the only thing that make this a hard answer is the fact that both of those things was like very, very, very uh, like integral parts of my childhood. Like those was yes, like sir. escape games for me. You feel Facts. what I'm saying? I had Facts. a few of those, but as far as sports games go, like my early childhood and. Uh, I want to say adolescent years yeah. for NBA Street Volume Two. Those are really like dominant games. Um, but I gotta say NBA Street Volume Two, man, that game is just super dope. Like super dope. Okay. Um, it was. I mean, obviously they had the first streets, but they kicked right. it up a notch with Streets Volume Two, the double game breakers, and that game was just so fire with bringing the NBA game to the actual streets, which to me was a major step up from what NBA Jam, I felt, was trying to do, but yes. really didn't have the vision for. Right. So that's why I'm choosing NBA Street, because they took the vision that they had, but couldn't put it on the game yep. and actually put it on the game. Like, that's what you. I felt. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, game, yeah, volume two all day. So I actually agree. And I, this, I, I thought of this question because, I literally um, was watching a commercial last night that that I posted on the podcast for uh, NBA Live 98. I was just like, damn, I'm thinking back to the games, right? And then I was like, oh, yeah, NBA Jam, of course, dropped around this time. So I was like, all right, bet. So then I was like, you know what? NBA Jam, Streets, and NFL Blitz are like those three games that like they're they're not simulation games, but I could not stop playing. 
But then I was like, if I had to mm-hmm. pick between NBA Jam or NBA Streets, which one I pick? So the the benefits of being a collector, I played both of them. <laughs> so um, so I played Basel just like one quick game each, right? And I was just like, and it's crazy because I when I was playing it, NBA Jam, it made me think of the arcade, right? Um, but when I was playing NBA Street Volume 2, I just had like a wave of nostalgia from playing with my friends to playing against my brothers to playing against to, to playing against the computer. Stretch. Right. <laughs> to playing against stretch, right? And then uh having my pops walk 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 in. What you know about Dr. J? What you know about you know, I mean just a lot of like nostalgia and of course the soundtrack, of course. So I gotta mm-hmm. go streets volume two as well. I agree with you. Um but and you I mean, can actually was, pick Michael Jordan. Yeah, right. Which if you couldn't pick Michael Jordan. The young, in, I'm in telling you, the youngest jam. don't the youngest don't know. It was hard to play as Michael Jordan anything. Back in the you day, you know what I mean, Michael Jordan and nothing. Right, he that man wanted he too much 99. money. Where he wanted too much money for everything, and that's why he's at the state he is at now. Like, <laughs> wait, I think it was player forty five or ninety nine. I think he was both of them. Joints. I think he was both. Yeah, Listen, he was just a number. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, yo, that's all we got for this, for uh, this week's episode. Of course. I appreciate all the support. As you guys know, uh, it goes a long way. I uh, love to chop it up with you guys as well. Y'all, the Grand Theft Auto jokes be hilarious. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> talking about the, the opposite of crunch culture, right? <laughs> that's that's the most relaxed culture right. ever. You want to make sure you can take your time making a game. Go over to, G- go over to Rockstar. <laughs> Word. They lounges for real. It's a bed. The whole lounge is just a bed. Where, but of course, if you guys want to share the show, which we encourage you to do, please uh, just direct everybody to pastor6pod.com. Of course, that's where you can find everything we do, including Tsunami Wave stream, watch them stream, uh, especially stream that uh, new game. The, the name of the game is called the one that, that we both played. Oh, um, man, I just forgot. Oh, <laughs> I man. told you I'm foggy for the. Hey, I'm foggy. It's my birthday. Hey, hey, I'm still celebrating my birthday. I'm foggy, right. man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um. Oh, I forgot. Uh, something with the neighbors. I man, listen, Jay. Don't get me the line. I don't want a lot of these people. Uh, I forgot. Oh man, hold on, hold on. Now we gonna do this in live, in live, in live time. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Hey, all right. So listen, I'm gonna say my goodbyes while he find it. All right. So <laughs> like Jay said, <laughs> like Jay said, you feel me? If you want to find out anything we do or support anything we do, which is very free, by the way. Yes, sir. Um, it don't cost to support anything we do. Read our stuff, like our stuff, share our stuff. Uh, you can find it all at Pass the Sticks Pod. That's Pass, P-A-S-S, Sticks, S-T-I-C-K, Pod, P-O-D dot com, C-O-M. All right. Yeah, go check us out. Um, shout out to Tanya Day Pass. Yes, sir. Uh, go check out her podcast as well. It's called Fresh Out of Tokens Podcast, which is a dope name, by the way. Yes, sir. Um, especially since, you know, you never want to do that, running out of tokens. So, yeah, go check her out. Uh, thanks for the love and the support for everybody, from everybody. And enjoy your nights. Peace and love. What's the game, Jay? I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> it's called The Last Kids on Earth. The last kids on earth. Last kids on yep. The last kids on earth and the staff of the staff of doom. We out. Peace. <laughs> Peace. The longest outro ever. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Jay Brown from Past the Six Podcast. A lot of you have asked me, is it hard to start a podcast? My answer has always been it can be. 
equipment, cover art, finding an audience, all can be time and brain consuming. That's why we use Buzzsprout. In our opinion, Buzzsprout is the best and easiest way to start your podcast. From putting episodes out to the major platforms like Apple and Spotify, to marketing your show, all the way to tracking those podcast stats. Buzzsprout makes all of this not only easy, but fun. The behind the scenes of podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. Now it's time for me and Tsunami Wave to pass the sticks to you so you can start your podcast. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout. By following the link in the show notes, let's Buzzsprout know we sent you. It also gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and helps support our show. Thank you. And let's get on with the show.